This is ESPN New York Tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. Well, we've got tough loss for the Knicks and Yankees, and oh, what a day for the Mets. Gordon and I will discuss next on ESPN New York Tonight. 1-800-919-3776. Also via Twitter, at Hardesty ESPN, at Gordon Damer, at ESPN NY. 98 underscore 7 FM, along with Jake the Snake and Brian the Good Vibes. We're here until midnight. Then it's Freddie and Fitzsimmons on 98.7 ESPN. Hello, Gordon. Larry, how are we doing? You want to you start with your problem? You want to start with my problem? Or you want to start with our problems? Which let's one start, you want to go to first? <laughs> let's start with our problem. Yeah, why don't we start there? Let's start with our problem because your your problem is still fresh. So, so oh let's my start. God, that was gross. That so was let's, just gross. So we'll start with our problem oh to God. give you a moment to catch your breath because my problem has been bugging me all day. So, <laughs> so we'll at least you your pro- at least your problem was over right off the bat, right? Yeah, like true. right early on, you said, "All right, you know what? Th- throw this one out." First Mine, thing done. I kept having all this false hope thinking, ah, oh, you know what? Maybe this is the time. No, dummy, it's not the time. But let's start with our problems. I'm we'll sorry. start with our problem. And Gordon, this is getting serious now. And we talk and, and look, we already we already knew what this Nick team, the, the, the crutch that it had, right? The fact that they need as many scores as possible and Julius Randle. But when Julius Randle has a night, 9 of 23, and it's clear he's not healthy, Gordon. It's clear yeah. he's he's struggling. Give R.J. Barrett credit, although he had a couple of plays in there that I just wanted to reach through my TV and just wring his neck. Thank God he hit that three because yes. if he had that turnover and that was the like the deciding point of the game, oh. uh, that would have been a very tough uh, way to deal with it. It definitely would have been. But, you know, once again, they just don't have any margin for error. And no. what we saw tonight was – now we see if you really didn't know how important point guards are in the NBA, you watched both teams really missing one tonight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no no question. Uh you know, at least the Celtics their their guy was was sitting in street clothes, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like uh, Alfred Payton was out on the court and he wasn't doing us a whole lot of good. No. No. And I kind of I understood defensively why, but Gordon I kind of wanted to keep uh, Derrick Rose in. Uh, in that game because I, I knew that Randall wasn't going to be able to do anything. It was 9 of 23, and he was struggling. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it, we, we have seen more than enough now of Alfred Payton to know his shortcomings, and mm-hmm. uh, they were on display tonight. And, I, you know, I thought Rose actually had some good life tonight, some good bounce, and and, and I think that maybe part of his, um, you know, since he's been back, it's been a little hit or miss. He hasn't been as good as – before the COVID situation, and maybe it is just part of it getting over the COVID situation. Maybe it's a little longer lasting than, you know, just being back and being negative. But uh, I thought he had good bounce tonight, and I thought that uh, it would have been better to to ride with him. Now, I did play 27 minutes, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, it's just – it's very frustrating because you see Julius Randle, he's just not the same guy right now. And I, I wonder what has happened to Emmanuel quickly. Yeah. He struggled. Only had 13 minutes tonight, Gordon, five points, two of four. Did not get a lot of playing time. Showed some signs in the first half, but in the second half, uh, Tibbs was like, no, I, I I, have no faith in you. We're going. I need to – you didn't give me anything. I need to, you know, get some scores in here. Yeah, and but who, we, I, like who does he have faith in? Yeah, You know, know what I mean? At some point, like, you know, all right, Randall, I get it. Barrett, I get it. 
Rose, he had a little faith in him, obviously, tonight. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, who who you go, who you faith who you have faith in? Nobody else was in double yeah. figures. Nobody else. I I guess he thought that Burks was going to be able to get hot in the fourth, but he's been struggling the past he's couple games. A lot, yes, absolutely. The two of nine tonight. But Gordon, we're talking about the offense. Let's talk a little bit about the defense and the rebounding. Knicks gave up 16 offensive rebounds tonight. You can't do that. You 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 don't score enough when you play defense and you limit them to one stop. You have to limit them to one shot. You can't allow them to get rebounds and put the, get easy putbacks. You can't do it. You know, I, I know that this is not going to be the focus for us tonight. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, the fact that the Knicks lost and now two games under 500, and it kind of feels like the season's a little bit on the brink here. Yeah, uh, no question about it. I mean, I, I just don't understand how are the Celtics 26 and 26. I don't either. I don't some of that. its injuries, some of it is. But you know what? You kind of saw it in spots, Gordon, where they turned the, the basketball over a lot with Tatum and Brown, and, and they, they just are just a little bit out of sync. But remember, just not too long ago, a couple of years ago, this team was in the Eastern Conference Finals back-to-back back years. I, I mean, they are so much more talented than the Knicks. And, yes. the, you know, the Knicks had their chances tonight. I mean, they had right. a lead in the fourth quarter. I think it was five Again. minutes to go. They were up by five or four or six or somewhere around there. Yeah. And, and – uh you know they, they they have taken the first step generally that they can beat the teams that they're supposed to beat, mm-hmm. but closing out these games, I mean, it feels a little bit like Groundhog Day. Yeah, it's been a nightmare this game for down them. the stretch. Yeah, it really has. It really has, and they've been a little lackluster. Gordon closing out on threes late in games. Oh, I mean, the big one tonight with was it Bullock that that left uh, Smart, Smart, you yeah. know, to double team and then yeah. bang. I mean, you you could. That was a car crash coming down the road. You know, like you saw that coming in slow motion as he left and the ball whipped around and forget it. Yeah, Done. It, it's it's they have to listen. You got to stay home in that situation. The guy was hot in the fourth quarter. Why would you leave him? He's not the guy to leave. All right, I know Jalen Brown was going to uh, and the Brown was going to the basket. Tatum was going to the basket. I get it. But you can't leave him. He was a hot guy in that fourth quarter. So and this he's is another too. loss. He'll, yeah, he'll shoot at any point. He is. He is. He he's a really nice player for them, and when and when he's not there, they're not the same team. They are not the same team when yeah. Smart's not on the floor. So tough one for the Knicks. So we'll figure that out, and we'll take your calls on that, of course, at one eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. All right, Gordon, you're next. Ugh. I mean, <laughs> how many ways do you want to lose a game? I mean, I, I know that I should probably not be getting upset at this point of the season. Because it's early on, and, and, and look, they were going for a sweep tonight. Right. And mm-hmm. I like what I saw from uh, Jamison Tyone. He pitched uh, well. Yeah, he pitched well, you know. didn't He's not going to go too deep into games, but, uh, you know, it's about getting him out there and getting him healthy. And I was in a bad mood. I, I think that if this were just a regular day and the Yankees lost to the Orioles in extra innings, uh, and I would be more focused on the, stu- the stupid, Larry, the stupid rule that baseball has put into place. That's not why the Yankees lost the game. But any time at second base. Oh my God, that is such a stupid rule. I mean, it's so bad. It's like it's like I don't even. It's like little league. I I I can't believe that there's a major league product that is trotting this out there in the regular season. I but know. that's not the reason why the Yankees lost the game. Uh, you know, they just could, they never got a clutch hit, never got a clutch hit. Ne- I never had faith that they were going to get a clutch hit tonight. It was very, mm. very frustrating. But maybe if this were just a regular day, I would have been in a better frame of mind. Mm-hmm. But the news that we got with Aaron Judge earlier today, <laughs> I, I mean, it, it is mind-boggling. Larry, he's yeah. got general soreness from yes. wear and tear. Mm-hmm. 
They're a week into the season, Larry. How the hell do you have soreness? And, and the way they phrase it, the way they, they talk about it, well, you know what, he, you know, he's been really, almost like, you know, he's really been grinding. Yeah. They've played six games. He's 28 years old. He's got muscles on top of muscles. This guy can apparently cannot walk from here to there without having some sort of ailment. I mean, I'd be embarrassed. I'd be it's, embarrassed that this, if this were me. It's scary, isn't it? Oh, and, my God. And here's how bad it is, Gordon. He's the last guy on the bench, and you knew there was no way he was coming in that game. There no, was no way he was coming no. in that game. He had a be- he's a better chance of being on the IL tomorrow than coming in that game. And you know what? The other night, mm-hmm. he was sitting on the bench, and he I, I don't remember what game it was, but he had, you know those massage guns? Yes, yeah. And he was, like, playing around with it. And, and as soon as he saw that the camera was in the dugout, he, he gave, like, the two eyes, look forward, look forward, don't look at me. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, that was weird. I mean, maybe he's just joshing around with the camera. I, I, he, he, it's, it's amazing to me that this guy cannot stay healthy for any length period of time. And he's 28. I know. I know. You know who else was dismayed about it? Oh, my God. Who? Michael Kay. Yeah. Here's what he had to say on his show today. If his side is hurting him and barking the way Boone said, that's a concern. They brought in the best strength and conditioning guy, body management guy in all sports in Eric Cressy. He's their guy. And five games in, he's feeling soreness in his side. That's disturbing that a young man can't play more than five games in a row. That is disturbing. I feel for the kid because he's a great player when he plays. He never plays. He doesn't play. He really, and here's the thing, I don't know that resting him is going to ensure that he's still going to play. There's no guarantees. There's no guarantees, Gordon. He still could go out there and get hurt. The one consistency is the guy can't play a regular basis. I mean, he's always hurt. And, it, and it's not just, well, you know, look, if this were one thing, right, like if he injured his knee three years ago mm-hmm. and the knee was just never going to be right, that's one thing. This is everything. I mean, this is, I think it's his second oblique injury. He's yeah. had something with his wrist. He's had this thing. He's had that. I mean, it's every, it's every body part. Every year, it's something different. It's something different every year. And this was supposed to be, okay, look, last year was a fluky year for everybody. He got hurt last year. All right, fine. You know, he's been hurt the last couple of years, but they've always been kind of fluky kind of things. Mm-hmm. At this point, I don't even know what injury this is, five, six, seven, this is not even a trend anymore. This is like a trending topic. This is like every it's, – it's like clockwork. And further, how do you pay him, Gordon? Oh, for, I mean, that, that conversation is so pointless at this point. There's no point in having that conversation because until he say, shows you he can stay healthy, why would you be paying him anything? I mean, are you are – you, I'm – I'm speechless going, I don't know, you, you can't even trade him at this point because he's not, he doesn't play enough. No, no. I mean, and, that, and that's the thing that drives me nuts is that as soon as he gets hurt today, well, you know, you should have traded him a couple of years ago. Oh, when he was coming off the Rookie of the Year award? I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, you know. Yeah. And, and, of course and, we knew he was going to be hurt. Right. And, and all right, so uh, after the third injury, you say you trip. All the other teams know that he has been injured these times too. So, uh, you know, I know everybody has to be first and everybody has to be right and – it's just very, very frustrating. You know, you thought that this was going to be, all right, finally, 
Let's bottom line it. This year, you got to play. And what did we say last night? As long as Stanton and Judge play Mm -hmm. games, the games played is the most important stat. If they play games, they'll produce. And then a a day after he has a home run, apparently now his side is is hurt. I I guess what it means is that he is just, the way he is built, he is not built to be a baseball. There's a reason why baseball players don't look like him. Mm -hmm. Not just because he's big and long. Apparently, if you are that size, you cannot stay healthy. You're, you're, I don't know. Maybe he's just too muscle bound. I'm not a doctor, obviously, but it's just it, it can't just be happenstance that this guy. And I'm not going to say he's soft. I think that right. these are real injuries that he has. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I mean, you're five games, and I said six games, right? I'm counting the game tonight. He yeah. obviously had this already, and who knows? Maybe he's had this for a couple of days. Could be. So maybe it was opening day. Maybe it was the second game of the season. I mean, geez, Louise, I feel like the Yankees baby players as it is, but even babying them doesn't keep them healthy. Nope, it doesn't. And I was amazed when I tuned in to find out that Jeff McNeil got the day off. Gordon, Gordon, there's no met that should get the day off. They just had – they, they had didn't a week start off. For three, it's the third for three game of the season. And I mean, what is this, off. Larry? We love this sport. What the hell is this sport? I mean, what the hell is this sport? You can't play four days in a row. They have Stanton resting. Well, we don't want to go five days in a row. Oh God forbid, five games in a row. Did Cal <laughs> Ripken? A did Cal Ripken exist a thousand years ago? Oh my God. Oh His my, record will never be broken. I would like to know what right now is the consecutive games played streak. Is it 12 <laughs> in the <laughs> entire be. sport? I mean, Jesus. It's, it's crazy. A, it's, it's crazy. And it's almost like the more rest you get, the more rest you need. Yeah. You know, I joke with my wife. My wife goes to bed super early. I stay up all, all night. Mm-hmm. And we're both the same level of tired the next day. And so I tell her, I said, look. You should just stay up with me because you're going to wake up tomorrow being exhausted. It seems like the more rest these players get, the more rest they need. Whereas if you just kept trotting them out there, forget about the rest. Maybe they'd stay a little healthier. I don't know. It's got to try something. I tell you what, Gordon, I, I will never criticize Kawhi Leonard and any NBA player ever again <laughs> for, their, for their load management. For what they do and, and up and down and – you know, the right. punishment and, and Aaron and, Judge, and, he can't wear cleats in, 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 in at the trop. I know. No, that's right. He's got to wear right. regular sneak. I mean, who is he? Bill Walton? I mean, uh, and that means he's, that means he could have to DH. Oh my God! I, well, look. If at he least plays, if he, right? Well, the Yankees are going to have a whole team of DHs because everybody's too tired to play the field. I mean, if it is plays. mind-boggling. It is crazy. It is. It is frustrating and. Once again, though, for the game, I got to tell you, I was uh, trying to hold Snake's hand because he was very nervous in the in the eleventh inning, and um, you had the right guy up. I mean, Gordon, for all the people, oh, Yankees don't hit, Yankees don't make contact, Yankees don't do this. DJ Lemayhu is the guy you wanted up in that situation. Yep, that's the guy. He yep. made the contact. He just played him perfectly. He just didn't get it deep enough. And listen, I understand you got to send him. You got to send them in that spot. Right. You have to. Great throw. Great play. Great throw. You have and to look, force them to make the great play. 
Right. And they made two great plays. They just happened that the Yankee runner was just a little bit faster. Third time was not the charm, so they got thrown out of the play. I mean, they lost that game so many other ways. I mean, you, yeah. had, you, had, you have 13 hits on the night. You know, yeah. uh, uh, Glaber with the error at, at shortstop. Yeah, that's an issue error. now. Um, yeah. And the team has not really started to hit as of yet. You know, individual mm-hmm. guys. And I don't know at what point it's fair to – I'm not generally somebody who criticizes the lineup. Mm-hmm. But it, and I'm a fan of this guy. Mm-hmm. Aaron Hicks is not the three. I mean, come on. Yeah, his power Gotta has not down. returned, and until it does, you can't. He's he. I'll say this: he has an elite batting eye. Elite. Mm-hmm. He is great at balls and strikes, and he's be, he was better than the home plate umpire. But the home plate umpire was not very good tonight. <laughs> but he, he has no power. Yeah. His pa- you know, when he was going good a couple of years ago before that injury, he was a guy who would slug, you know, 470, 480. It has not returned. And yeah. until he has some pop, I, I look, I, even when he had the pop returns, he's not the, the, the best hitter or the second best hitter in the Yankee order. Uh, somebody else should be hitting third. I know they want probably to split up the righties, but th- they're the same ones who tell you, well, we don't need lefties and right. We only need righties. We just need great hitters up and down the lineup. So very frustrating. And uh, I hate losing to the Orioles because those of are games that feel like you should win and to have as many opportunities as they did tonight. But I think that the, the, the real thing that stuck in my craw is the judge injury. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And you just wonder when he's going to be back. Gordon, we're going bracket hunting. Oh, oh, we're doing it here. All right, let's roll yes, it. Yes, sir. Let's roll it. Uh, we know two of the uh, TV themes that are into the final four. Last night, 70s and 80s decided with regional finals. The Jeffersons, the number one seed, the first number one seed that we came up with. They survive in advance, although a little closer than I thought it was going to be. They win over Happy Days 53-47, and then the 1980s. I thought this was actually going to be the closer contest possible upset, but not to be. Number one cheers, easily moves on 70-30 to over the A-team. A-team, a great run as a number seven team, but it comes to a, a run, an end against the number one cheers. All right, so tonight, two other regional semifinals, excuse me, two more regional finals tonight. And we'll start with the 1990s. Of course, this is the regional final everyone saw coming. We know what it is. The number one seed is, of course... Now this is a story all about how my oh, life fresh got prince turned upside down. The number one like overall seed coming right into the tournament. Much like Gonzaga. Is, is their run about to end like Gonzaga? Let's hope not for their sake. But Ooh. they're the number one. The number two in the 1990s, another very recognizable one. It is... Okay, so friends... Against the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Obviously, that was the one and two seed right away. We said it was going to come down to them. It will. Voting is up on that one. And then the 2000s and beyond, Larry. This is the one that was a little wild because Mm -hmm. obviously I think people are a little bit more familiar with a couple of shows that made it further than maybe some of the better themes that did not last. But the number three seed in the 2000s and beyond is... Tony Soprano. The Sopranos, of course, I think he's going to have his way over the number eight seed in this region. I hope so, because if the eight seed wins this one, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm leaving town. 
The number eight seed in the 2000s and beyond region is... We're back at the 13-year-old, uh, 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 seventh grade uh, piano recital. The Office. What a great theme song, right? Oh, oh it's fantastic. It's the best. The best. It is to theme songs what uh, Aaron Judge is to durability. There you go. The other regional final tonight. It is up on Twitter. It's available. It is the 2000s and beyond regional final Sopranos office. Please vote right now on Twitter at Gordon Damer. Larry has retweeted. The station account will retweet. So get your votes in early and often, people. Tomorrow night is when we find out who also advances. And tomorrow night is when we get to uh, open up the voting for a champion. And then I guess we'll crown the champion on Monday, right? That's right. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. That's good. That's good. 1-800-919-3776. Before we get to the phones, Gordon, just give me a moment. You know, I had high hopes for my lefty starter in the game today, Gordon. Had high hopes. I thought for sure that uh, Peterson would come out get them off balance, and such was not the case. Before I sat down and said, man, let me get my pad so I can make some notes, it was for nothing. <laughs> well, at it's least the bullpen nothing. was not the issue today, right? I mean, Well, later, well, they didn't help. They didn't keep it close, <laughs> did they? Right. No, they didn't. <laughs> no, no. Uh, they came in and, hey, listen, we already blew the game. Let's give up four more runs. Give right. us some practice. You know. But it wasn't, it wasn't, I, although, I, you know, I don't know who the main, who were the guys in the circle of trust? I don't think today's, any of the guys today were in we the were, circle of in, trust. In the so. Met bullpen? Yeah. Is there a circle of trust? No. Is there, a straight is, line no of trust? trust. No. Is no there a chair of trust? No. Can we find no. a chair? The, the chair of trust will be back in, in May. Yeah, that, unfortunately. <laughs> that's when the chair of trust will be back, and that's Seth Lugo. Yeah. Uh, today, uh, listen, Dylan Patances did not have a good day. Uh, again, he struggled a little bit, you know. And you know how he is, Gordon. You had him as a Yankee. Yep. Yeah, yeah, there can be those times. It's, it's, and, and I think he can – because I covered him, so I know that he goes through those situations where he can't repeat his motion mm-hmm. and the ball is all over the place. And the other thing with him, though, which is so bad, Gordon, he doesn't even – Think about holding anybody on. No, I mean that's runners never just like runners go like it's a carousel. Yeah. Oh, it was just it was just awful. And then the fact that you know, I'm, and so I was a little not angry like you, but just perturbed that. Like, yeah, I mean it's the like, second why, why game or McNeil, the third like, game of the season, why right? Is McNeil, like, what are you talking about? Yeah, you didn't it, play last week. Uh, you didn't open. You didn't start it, your it, season until Monday. It's the third. You can't even have a slump. Entering the third game of the year, right? I mean, that's not a slump. If you if you have two bad games in a row, that's not a slump. No. It's it's just it's 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 uh, it's just you know, I don't know. Michael Conforto, that's another one. Oh, uh, that, uh, look again, it's three games. They're not going to get carried oh. away, but he has left a small village. Not even a small village. He has left a medium sized village on the base paths here. No, he's he's left a medium sized village on the base paths this season. He left yeah. a small village today. Today, today, singularly, yeah. <laughs> today, he did. This is listen. Hopefully, he'll get once again for them. It's three games, so right. you, know, you try to you know you try to woosah you your way through up. it. I get you. You know, you try to woosaw your way, and then, you know, you've got a Miami team, Gordon, that you're really interested to see. It's your home opener. you got them this weekend. 
But, you know, you really want to see what this Miami team did because, Gordon, they made the postseason last year. And, yeah, I know 60 games, but they weren't supposed to be they weren't supposed to be even playoff worthy in a season like last year yet. So you just wonder and see what's happening. And, and the good thing is, is that Atlanta, I guess, we hope they don't have to play seven inning games anymore because they win all the seven inning games, the nine inning ones they lose. Yeah, it's it's been a weird start to the to the National League East season, right? Between yeah. the Nationals and the Mets not playing, and then the Braves basically uh, they lost four in a row to start, and the the Phillies are now five and one on the year. Yeah, so, who, very who, who expected that? Nobody. Well, look, I, I think that the Phil, you know, the four teams leave out the Marlins. I don't really believe in the Marlins, uh, mm-hmm. but those four teams. It really could be any of those four teams that turns out to be. Now, I think some teams have little better odds than others, right? Like the yeah. Braves, I think, have the best odds. Mm-hmm. But would it shock me if the Phillies won the NL East this year? I don't think it would shock me. I don't think it would shock me if any of those four teams won. Yeah, I I would be. A, I, I just don't think this starting pitching is that deep. Yeah. Well, I think if I had to put the odds on any, like leaving the Marlins out, I don't think that yeah. there's really any odds. Mm-hmm. That. I would put the Phillies probably fourth. Right. I, I would line them up: Braves, Mets, Nats, Phillies. And I agree. of course, that's the reversed order of how they are so far. It's yeah. Phillies, Nats, Mets, Braves right now. Yeah, but but I would I I still I still view Atlanta as the best team in the division. I do. yeah I, I, I agree. still do. Yeah, you know, and listen, they're, they're off to the slow start, but you know, once again, they picked up a couple of wins, and winning a doubleheader, Gordon, is you know that that can turn you around and get your motivation going pretty good. You know, you win two two right away when you've lost five straight. You get two back. Now you're like, you know, you got to feel that you can, you know, get rolling a little bit. So we'll we'll keep an eye out on them. See what they do as they get close. Yeah, I think it's the 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 fruits of having expectations that you're more likely to get frustrated early on in the season when mm-hmm. it's still very early. I mean, the 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 Reds are five and one on the season. You know what I mean? Oh, like wow. the Phillies are five and one. Yeah. Uh, so I don't think that uh, you know the the Yankees being three and three and the Mets being one and two mm-hmm. in a week, yeah. things will kind of maybe stabilize a little bit. Yeah, I agree. Let's go to the phones. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Bruce is in Flushing. Hey, Bruce, you're batting leadoff on ESPN New York tonight. Hey guys, um, talking about Judge is not the size necessarily, because I I flipped on the computer and put on records for Frank Howard. Frank Howard was 6'7", 255 pounds, okay? At, at 23, 117 games, 448 at-bats. 61, he must have been injured, was only in 92. Then there's 141, 123, 134, and then from 28 to 34 was 149, 146, 149, 158, and at age 32 and 33, he played both years at 161 games. And 34, it was 153 games. So evidently, he had to put some flab in order to succeed. Yeah, I guess. And, so. and, 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 and as I think about it, Bruce and Gordon, Winfield didn't miss a lot of games. Yeah, but I mean, both of those guys weren't. I mean, Judge is like two hundred and eighty pounds, mm. and he and he's all. I mean, he's just ripped. I mean, he's he's a huge, huge man. I, I mean, I'm not saying that you can't be tall or you can't be a big guy and and mm-hmm. succeed, but I think maybe there, there's something to the fact that this guy, you know, no one that has played baseball before, I don't think, has looked like Aaron Judge, and maybe there's something to that. 
Maybe Bo Jackson was close. It wasn't. But, I mean, Bo was a football player. You know what I mean? Like Bo was muscle bound, but he wasn't. You know, six foot eight and and almost three hundred pounds. Yeah. Yeah. And and we come to to the point now where you definitely are not going to resign him. You can't resign him. And I disagree with you, Gordon. I think you can trade him because one team is always going to take a chance with, with that power and and that talent. So it's really but they, but that, then that and, team is going to have to pay him. <laughs> if the if the Yankees have had him and drafted him in the first round, they've brought him along and have watched the injuries year in and year out, and they're not willing to pay him. I, I, look, you can trade anybody you want, right? Rugnick Odor just got traded. So, I mean, <laughs> just being bad, you can be traded. But I don't think that you're going to get anything of near value for a guy whose future not that long ago seemed about maybe the brightest in the sport. Yeah. And now he can't stay on the field. And it's getting worse. If you, but if you're the Yankees, you can't long-term plan. You can, you want to say go year to year and, and, and wait for, to see if his contract runs out and then say goodbye, fine. But in the back of your mind, you, you've got to think long-term, okay, I've got to replace this guy because he's Nick Johnson, only bigger. You yeah, know? And, and, and as far as the Little League rules that we played tonight with the runner on second, that's not baseball. That's no, literally it's terrible. And it's so what I said last night. This is not we, what we grew up in. And you can't and listen. It's one thing in a pandemic, sixty game season. Okay, I can live with that. But hopefully, thank God, we're getting out of the pandemic. You have a full season. There was absolutely no reason to continue these rules. If you want to continue rules, put it in the eleventh inning. 12th inning, not the 10th right. inning. That's if the, not baseball. And if the point is to not have 16-inning games, okay, right. The 11th inning, the 12th inning, even maybe make it a sliding thing where in the 10th inning you get maybe a run. And not even a 10th inning. 11th inning, maybe a runner at first. Mm-hmm. And then when you get to the 12th, okay, fine. We really got to get this wrapped up, put a runner at second. But, uh, yeah, I agree with you, Bruce. It's terrible. It is. It's, it's really a total bad. embarrassment. Um, okay, guys, take care. All right, Bruce, thanks for checking in. You know, the one thing about the judge's contract, I don't think that – like, why are we worrying about it? He's not a free agent until 2023. He's mm. got next year – he's arbitration three next year. So he's got all of this year, all of next year. I know that this has been a, this has been a conversation for a while. This is not – the conversation to have is how the hell is this guy not able to stay healthy? Yeah. Worry about the con- – two years is an eternity. This season just started. I know some guys on the Yankees are already exhausted – <laughs> we haven't even paid our taxes yet, but yet these guys. Oh, I, I'm just. I'm so. I'm so burned out. You're burned worn out. out. You're worn not gonna. Out. Yeah, worn out. General soreness from all that swinging. Oh my god! I mean, it's so bad. It's so embarrassing. And you know it what, is. Jake? Jake the Snake brought up a good point mm-hmm. during the break to me, Larry. Mm-hmm. Is that you know what? There's a good possibility that this is a bad thing because you know. The judge is aware of the reputation and missing time, and he doesn't want to miss time. The fact that he's already sitting out here, maybe it won't. Maybe it'll turn out to be nothing. But there's at least the possibility that this is something more than what it seems like right now. Especially given how the Yankees, every time there's an injury, ah, you know what? He just tweaked a little thing. It's not That's a true. big deal. Ah, yep. he's just. We're just going to give him an extra day. It's no big deal. Oh, you know what? Turns out it's a big deal. <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 it's constant. It's constant. And it's funny because Snake and I were having a conversation during the break last night, Gordon, about Pete Alonzo and Aaron Judge. 
and that uh, Alonzo, when he had the home run last night, now has the has surpassed Judge for the quickest to a certain amount of home runs over a certain amount of games. And mm-hmm. it's fun because you would think that you would hope, Gordon, like these would be like the big guys of, of baseball in New York, right? The, the home run guys of Gotham. If, if uh, you know, Alonzo would be able to pick up on his home runs that he did like his rookie year where he, you know, set the record, the rookie record because he beat Aaron Judge. And, and you know, you just have these guys just slugging it out and that would really – really make the uh you know the 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 interleague games between mm-hmm. those two guys the two teams and those guys really really great you've got Cole and um DeGrom then you've got Alonzo and Judge it would just be fabulous and then you you look at the situation now where I mean Gordon it, think about this not that long ago the commissioner of baseball was talking about making Aaron Judge the face of the sport well, I mean, he, he would be sport. he would be the perfect guy to be the face, right? He's, yes. he's recognizable. You you could see him coming from a mile away. Yeah. You just don't be looking for him on the field because you won't <laughs> find him there. Gordon, you hanging in? You okay, my friend? I just found the line that they were talking about, Judge. And yes. I don't know if this was an exact quote, but they, okay. they, they, they Aaron Boone said that they're trying to stay ahead of his injury. And it's the wear and tear of the first couple of days of the season, including DHing. The wear and tear. <laughs> yeah, swinging right. the. You know, it's hard swinging that that heavy lumber around. Oh my god! I mean, he's again. He's twenty eight years old. The I know. Wear and tear of the first. Cu- I mean, oh, it's I, it's, I, it's not I, easy it, being Aaron Judge, Gordon. You just don't get it. Uh, clearly. Yeah. Look, I have problems with the wear and tear. I'm 50 years old. I'm supposed to have – I have some wear and tear on me. I've got some scars, Larry. And I, I was not do. working from a lofty place to begin with. So uh-huh. I can – it's understandable when I wake up the next day after, you know, tossing the football or throwing mm-hmm. the Frisbee or doing something with the kids, and I say, oh, wow, why did I sleep? Oh, no, I did some physical activity. Yes. Obviously, I'm sore. That's yes. wear and tear makes sense then. Absolutely. Believe me, I know. My body tells me all the time, what are you trying to prove? Could you imagine being <laughs> six foot eight, almost 300 pounds? Ah, you know what? I got a little thing in my side. I, you know, I've really been grinding here. Yeah. I, I don't know. I would just. Over a couple of days. A couple of days. And here's the thing, Gordon. You know he wants to play. Right. He doesn't want to sit. He wants to be out there. He wants to play. He he is angry. He's upset. And he would and you know what? And here's and here's the dangerous thing. We we'll get to the calls in a second. Here's the dangerous thing about that, Gordon, is if you know that there's that temptation when something does bother you to not say anything right. and to try to play through it. Because you don't want to be hurt and sit on the on the bench. Again. Right. No, but I mean, I don't think that anybody should be making this out as if he is soft. I don't think that these are imagined injuries. I think that these are real things, obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because if he does go and try to play through it, you know it's going to be worse. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think he's just obviously an injury-prone player who is just completely unreliable for a baseball team. You can't rely on him. Can't rely on him. Scary. Robbie's in Massachusetts. Hey, Robbie, you're next on 98.7. Aaron Judge, a man barely alive. What is this, a $6 million man, guys? This guy makes the dismembered knight Monty Python, for crying out loud. Look, you know, like he's able to play right field. I can't really take it much anymore. But, Gordon, I have to tell you guys tonight, 
I agree with you 100% on what you said. First of all, this rule in baseball is a disgrace. I'm 56 oh, years old. God, I grew terrible. up in Westchester. I, I went to many Yankee games, including World Series games. This is like the ball on the tee when I was six years old, okay, <laughs> hitting off the tee in Little League in Westchester, all right? All right, with um, what you call it, B.J. Suroff's dad was our, uh, our uh, you know, leader at the, our Little League um, team and so forth. But anyway, I wanted to talk about this game specifically and about the Yankees. Guys, I hate the way this team is constructed. I don't care if they win 98 games. They'll beat you 11-1, to and they'll beat you 7-2, but they can't win a 4-3 to game. And this rule is so ridiculous. But you know what? When are the Yankees ever going to clutch hit? Three runs on 13 hits tonight. They are the worst situational hitting team I've ever seen. I've been a Yankee fan since 1970 and watched Stick Michael play shortstop. I mean, I can't stand watching it. I don't care how many times and how many games and how many times they beat teams during the regular season. They're going to win games, guys. We all know that. They're going to win games. But the situational hitting, they're so right-handed, it's ridiculous. Look, Brian Cashman has done a lot of good things, okay? But this team has one championship appearance in the last 20 years. Sorry, they have the one championship in the last 20 years. The problem is that with the high payroll. The problem is that this team is too right-handed. Who the hell puts a team of right-handed batters at Yankee Stadium? How foolish does that look? And, you know, and, and Luke Voigt's coming back, another right-handed guy. So, you know, Gordon, I agree with you 100% about this team. They're, they're too right-handed, and it's and they're, the way it's constructed, you, you've got to have situational hitters. When the Yankees were built by Stick, he built this team for the ballpark mm. according to the architectural design, which has been built since 1923. I mean, you can't win with an all-right-handed team. And, I, and this is the other thing that drives me insane. Thanks, guys. Thanks for the time. Aaron Hicks is a lifetime 235 hitter. Can we go down the list of three hitters? Since Babe Ruth here, can we go down the list of three hitters? How does a guy with lifetime average is two thirty five get to hit third in this lineup? Put your well, I tell you, Robbie, it, it's, let's win yeah. at third. I hear what you're saying, Robbie. Thanks for the phone call. They should move him down. There's no question about that. But Gordon, I, I didn't, I didn't know you did. You thought the Yankees were too right-handed. Um, well, look, I'd like to be able to move in some more left-handed hitters. Uh, well, I was hitters, just bringing that. Yeah, I was just bringing that up because you know they'll put Aaron Hicks third. Mm -hmm. And I think part of the reason is is that he's the switch hitter, so they can have him as the lefty to kind of break up all the righties. But in the same breath, they'll say, well, it doesn't matter that we have all the righties. We just want good hitters. I would mm -hmm. like to be able to mix in some extra left-handed hitters. I would just simply say, okay, what guy are you taking off the team? It just so happens the Yankees have a lot of great right hand. Do you want to get rid of Gio Urshela? Do you want to get rid of uh, Luke Voigt? I mean, these are all right hand. Obviously, DJ LeMayhew's fine. I know Glaber's had his issues so far, you know, defensively, but I don't think anybody wants to get rid of Glaber. It just so happens they have all these right handed hitters. There should probably be a greater focus on trying to get some lefty bats because that, that's the power of Yankee Stadium. But uh, I don't really worry about the lefty where I would like it to be, but uh, I'm not going to worry about that. I don't believe that the Yankees uh, are fundamentally flawed in, in terms of their construction. Again, the last two years the Yankees or baseball played full seasons, the Yankees won 203 games in the two seasons combined. And in the last season they played a full season, they led the sport and run scored. So the offense, I'm not really worried about the offense so much. Uh, obviously, tonight I am. It's frustrating, <laughs> but sure. I, I'm more worried about can we get some guys on the team that can actually play the sport, you know, can actually play games. And stay out of extra innings, otherwise you're going to go crazy. Oh, my God. Be that, beat teams I mean, in regulation. That rule is so bad. Like, that's 
That's like, remember when the hockey, they had the, 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 the thing that Fox did where they had like the red light that went yeah, behind the yeah, puck? To, yeah, yeah, but that yeah. was at least like TV. It was so laughably bad that people made fun of it. But that was the, the, the broadcaster bringing that because they mm-hmm. were trying to get more people to watch the sport. Yeah. This is the sport bringing this into, I, oh, it's such a bad idea. It is. 1-800-919-3776. I'm going to take a phone call before I, I watch Gordon just explode before, right, to hear from Aaron Boone. Yes. Booth is in the Bronx. Hey, Booth, you're next on 98.7. Hey, what's going on, guys? How you doing tonight? Buddha. All right, listen, this is two things. The first one, I, I, what I called for was what you guys were talking about yesterday, but I got to, uh, you know, agree with you guys, but just the Yankees as a whole, man. It's not even just Boone. It's not even just um, Judge. It's Boone. um you have confidence in him. You have confidence that these guys will make it through a full season. You have confidence that they'll get a big hit in a big spot. You have confidence that the starting pitching, along with the middle relief specifically, is going to hold up. And your answer to all those questions are either I don't know or no. And that's an unusual feeling as a Yankee fan. You know, that, that that's the part that concerns all of us. Um, this Boone era is just, it's just been very disappointing, to be honest with you. You know, he's had the best team a couple of times, but as the gentleman said before, the approach at the bat is, is I mean, that's really where it all starts. I mean, it's, it's feast to famine, and, you know, can't live like that, man. But anyway, you know. Well, look, I think when they brought Boone on, it was about to, I think because of the way that things wrapped up the year before, I, I thought it was that he was going to have this personality that was going to connect with players in a way that was going to unlock their potential, right? They had all these young players, Sanchez, Judge, uh, a couple other guys, and he was going to be, you know, the, the, the previous manager was just grinding on these guys too much, was wearing them down too much, and they needed a fresh approach, a, a, fre- a breath of fresh air. I think you can say three years in. I think that maybe sometimes Boone gets unfair criticism. I think a fair criticism is that approach has not worked. <laughs> he has not yeah, unlocked I mean, anything with the like young him. potential. I mean, they like him. but Well, that's I mean, great. They, and I don't want to take the blame <laughs> off of him, but, but to a certain extent, I mean, you got a lot of bats that do the same thing. You, you understand what I mean? You know, I, 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 I like the gentleman said before, it, it's constructive quality, too. But he's, he doesn't light a fire on them. But, you know, it, 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 it's early in the season. I don't want to get down like that. And, um, you know, I just got just to gotta hope it gets better. But, like I said, we, we, we don't know what, what that's going to look like moving forward. But you no, it will get better. They're yeah. still going to be a good team. I don't have any – I don't want to paint doom, doom no, 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 and gloom. No, we know they'll be good. But, yeah. well, listen, Yankees good and everybody else is good. It's two right. different good. Right. They have to win a World Series. That's but, um, yeah, it's all about the postseason yeah, for the Yankees. Much. The regular season doesn't matter. It's all about the postseason. What do you, what do you do? Because you won over, like Gordon said, you just won over 203 games in two regular seasons, or full seasons. You, it's about the fact that you're not getting it done in the postseason. That's what drives you nuts. It just does. Thanks for the call, Buddha. Uh, Charlie's in Woodside. Hey, Charlie, you're next on 98.7. Hey, guys. How you doing? What's up, Charlie? I'm fine. Uh, oh, sorry, Aaron Judge news is not uh, great. And plus, uh, because all the stuff is going on, his celebrity status, my fault for him, for my my celebrity status, he's out of he was number one until last year. Now he's out of the top ten. <laughs> so what was that? I, I don't. Yeah. What did you say there? I, I couldn't hear. I couldn't understand what you were saying. His celebrity status was number one for me. 
until last year. He's not, but now he's out of top ten. Okay. But but anyway, in terms of the game, uh, I mean, he better be come back on Friday. Otherwise, we have a problem, and that's a problem. Uh, in terms of the game, this team has 13 heads. How come they only scored three runs? They left another double-digit runner on base, like 13 or so, three for 14 runners in scoring position. I mean, come on. This team needs to get better situational hitting and some of the Damn. base runnings and with uh, Sanchez and – and, hello? Uh, yeah, we're here. Go ahead. Uh, okay. And I'm going to say the game was lost when Dooms, the Doomsday was, came to the Yankees on this loss was Glaber Torres. I mean, you that's a routine play, man, baby. Come on. Are you kidding me? Yeah. No, there's no – I mean, that was a huge error, and that's uh, that, that's going to be an issue here. Uh, that That is a concern. Uh, I was one who kind of believed that Glaber was going to be okay. He's come up as a shortstop. The play, it wasn't like they forced – uh, Glaber to play shortstop. That was always the plan. They 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 allowed Didi to leave because they wanted to open up the position for Glaber. But uh, the issues that he had last year, maybe you could excuse them away. There's no excuses anymore. Nope. Nope. There's not. And it's although and, and, and tonight was not the first time he's had a couple of plays he's had there. A couple of them where yeah. he's kind of gotten bailed out. So I, I don't know what you're going to do because he's the shortstop on the team. There's no there's no way around that. Well, let's see what Aaron Boone had to say. So, oh God, in the post game, Boone was asked about uh, what he saw from Glaber's error. Just, just you know, just an in between, you know, made a really tough hop over there for for Jay. Just a throw that, you know, you got to be more on target in that spot, and and you know, it turned into a real tough play over there for for Jay, and end up allowing him to to grab the lead there. Uh, Boone, are you confident that? Hold on, Gordon. I know. I, I Aaron, hear you we saw the play. We saw it was a tough play for Jay. It was a terrible <laughs> throw. What are you going to do about your shortstop? Well, are you confident, Aaron, that he'll bounce back from this? Well, I think the important thing is to continue to reinforce, um, you know, a lot of the good things, a lot of the progress that he legitimately has made, um, and you know, whether it's from all the all the reps we saw in spring training the routine, the work he's doing, um, you know, you got to continue to lean on that and believe in that and trust in that because he has all the capabilities to be able to go out there and do it. Um, you know, it, you have a high, high profile miscue or something. You got to be able to work past that. And the good thing about Glaber Torres is he great. He's a great player and, and, and he, and he was working hard at his craft, and he has all the equipment to get through that and to get past that and, and come out of this on the other side. So, you know, there's going to be trials and bumps along the way for all of us in, in you know, in this game. And But the important thing is that, you know, he has the confidence to know he has the equipment to get through it. So for me, Gordon. Larry's got the equipment. That's good. I would hope so. I hope I hope you didn't send them out there with no glove. That, uh, that would at least explain it. <laughs> he, he, I forgot my glove. Gordon, it's very simple. He made a bad play. He's got to work on it. He'll be okay. That's oh, all I need. Oh I don't need God. the song. And that's and that's that's why he's here. Gordon, what you just heard is why he's here. Yeah, I don't okay. have to tell you what would Girardi have said. Well, I mean, there might have been some form of criticism. God forbid we ever have any criticism of anybody ever. Uh, it's just, you know. I People just said you got to make that play. As a shortstop, listen, things happen. 
you got to make that play. What's the classic line, Gordon? It's a play he'd like to have back. <laughs> oh, but you got to say something like that. You can't give me this, you know, this waxing. He's got the and, equipment. And I'm he's sure... working hard. He's he's gonna he's gonna put it together, and he's made the legitimate progress. Well, what progress? It's six games into this year. It was an issue last year, and it doesn't seem like it's changed at all. Yeah, well, it didn't change tonight. I'll tell oh you that. God. didn't change tonight. I mean, could you imagine? I know that Boone was brought here because of the, the person. I mean, could you imagine dealing with, with that on a day in and day out, that sunny disposition where mm-hmm. it's like this forced thing? Yeah. I feel like that would annoy me. I would much prefer somebody just – you know, shoot me straight and tell me, hey, boom, you know, that can't happen. And, and once I don't know, again, maybe that is happening behind the scenes. But exactly. Uh, That's what I was about to say. And once again, oh we God. don't know what he said directly to Glaber. This is him covering his guys in the media. So that could be it, too. You know, once again, I, I not can't there. I imagine but... any of that. Look, the, the last time the, the, the Yankee manager had uh, something critical to say about one of the players publicly. He was not the Yankee manager for very long after no. that. And, and this was after getting to within a game of the World Series. It's not yeah, what you want to see. <laughs> he became the Phillies manager right. after a year in TV. <laughs> so, you know, maybe that's something that, that is in the back of Boone's mind. By the way, you know, on that play at the plate, Ajiro Sella got smacked in the face on the tag. So right. how long Skip, is he going to be out? Skip, is he okay? Yeah, I think he's, I think he's all right. He just kind of, I, I think, wrenched his neck a little bit on the tag. Um, but just with him in there, he, he seemed to be okay. Rinsed his neck. That's not good. <laughs> That's not good. And Duhar will be in the lineup Friday. Baseball games. I mean, oh my god. And Duhar just... in the lineup at third Friday. Who? And Duhar. Who? I don't. I don't even know who that is anymore. <laughs> I don't even know who that is, Larry. Uh, Eli, you're next on ninety-eight-seven ESPN. What's hey, up, what's going on, guys? Listen, man, it's it just uh, every time this guy speaks, now before I get to my judge point, Aaron Boone. Every time Aaron Boone speaks, I, I want to throw up right. Like I'm tired of this guy with his little kid gloves with these players and and an excuse for every mistake that they do. And I'm telling you, I'm just waiting for this Brian Cashman era to just be over with. Like this guy's Brian Cashman is a good GM, not a great one, not. The, he builds teams for the regular season. I get it. They win games. But in the playoffs, it's going to be the same situation, bad defense, uh, no situational hitting. Uh, and then with the injuries that, that pop up every time, he's a, he's, he's a guy that's known to pick up guys like like uh, Staten that gets hurt every now and then and, and uh Ellsbury, who can't forget about well, that. He, I mean, he also, I mean, he put the entire team. He he brought in Luke Voigt. Nobody thought Luke Voigt was going to be what he turned out to be. Nobody thought LeMahieu yeah, was uh, going to be Urshela. I mean, he's the guy that brought Frazier in here. I mean, you know, he, he's had some. He's done some good yeah, good I, stuff too. That, like I said, it's good for the regular season. It gives you 190 wins, and 109 wins. I mean, but where's where's the, 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 these players in the playoffs? Well, where's the I mean, situation he, he's. But there's no this idea that the situational hitting did the did the Rays have situational hitting last year when they were hitting they had home situational runs left pitching? Right? They did, yeah, they did. <laughs> they had situational right. pitching, not hitting, pitching. You That's know, what it's it about was. The guys Thanks for the call, Eli. In the lineup that have to come through in the big spot, they have not done that in the postseason. I don't want to. Uh, I don't know exactly what people are suggesting the Yankees do. 
Uh, they just want them to. They, they want them to win. They, right? Yeah. <laughs> win more. Thing, Gordon. It's it's. They want championships. This is right. what the Yankee no, fans are used to. I understand, I understand to, that, but you like, in terms of, I just keep hearing the same things over to all. Oh, you know this approach and. Again, yeah. the last time they played a full season, they scored the most runs in the sport. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It seems like and, – and the home run is, is, is how teams in the postseason win. Yeah. It just they, is. They, it's the way it is now. It's just unfortunate for them that they have come up against pitching that they haven't been able to match, Gordon. And listen, um, Gary Cole did his job last year in the postseason. The rest of the starters didn't. And so that was part of the situation. And you got to tip your hat to Tampa because they kept marching these guys out here. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. the Yankees weren't the only team pitchers. that Absolutely. had trouble hitting them. Yep. They, they weren't. And I'll say this. I know it's not uh, the focus tonight, but the Yankee bullpen has been really, really good so far. The starting has pitching has not. Uh, now, again, it's six games into the season. You'd mm-hmm. like to think that the pitching was not going to be an issue. But that was the main focus after the moves made this offseason. But those two areas have been good, at least so far. Hey, Gordon, did you see that a former Yankee was on is going on the ten day IL? A former Yankee. Well, if he's a former Yankee, that's fine. Who? Who? Uh, the Big think, Maple. Oh yeah, you know what? I did see that last <laughs> night. You know, it's sad Already. because yeah. Well, you know, he had something at the end of last year. I don't remember what the injury was, but they said that it's usually like a precursor to having some serious arm issues, and that was one of the reasons why the Yankees never really had any interest in bringing him back, or at least it didn't seem like publicly that they had any Uh interest in bringing him back. He was a guy that, um, you know, he never stayed healthy, but when he was on the mound, he did provide very solid, uh, you know, strikeout ability, uh, very good um, run prevention, but he just was never able to stay healthy. Now, for a good stretch of his career, He'd be hurt a lot, but it would never be anything all that serious. He'd, right. he'd throw his innings, but it seems like maybe those things are starting to catch up to him now. He just couldn't keep the ball in the ballpark last year for the Yankees. Yeah, well, I mean, at Yankee Stadium, if Garrett Cole's not keeping the ball in the ballpark there, Nobody I don't think anybody's can, right? keeping the ball in the ballpark there. <laughs> You're right. With Hardy and Damer on 98.7 ESPN. So, Gordon, you know that Garrett Cole was on the Michael K. show earlier today. Yes, and, I did. And the conversation was interesting because the name of the DeGrominator, Jacob DeGrom, came up, and Cole said, you know what, I'd like to pitch against him. Jacob has just been absolutely magnificent for pretty much the entirety of his career. And, and um, you, know, it's, you know, even getting a late start, having to come through Tommy John through, through the minor leagues and, and, and some of the challenges he's, that he has over, had to overcome have, have been have been magical uh certainly so uh, i think that um i think it's good for i think it's good for everything and uh, i may find myself on the bench uh maybe a little before two outs or one out with a runner on first base to catch a few live pitches of jacob Degrom because you know i get free admission and it's uh should be pretty should be a pretty good uh should be a pretty good pitching matchup so along those lines garrett what do you think about how starting pitchers are handled now going deep into or not being allowed to go deep into games? To be honest, it's all in the name of good health. So, uh, you know, I, uh, I don't think there's, I don't think there's quite a lot of like malicious intent or any, certainly any intent to, to take off your coworker. Um, but I think that um, the game is different 
uh, as opposed to 10 years ago, certainly the pitchers that I grew up idolizing. Um, but at the same time, you know, uh, I think every player should you know try to strive to be the best that they possibly can and, and continue to push themselves. And um, so, you know, will we see the 142-pitch no-hitter from Edwin Jackson probably in the next 20 years? We, we probably won't see a pitch count like that or – or um, or anything close. You mentioned possibly watching Jacob Degrom, right? What are some of the other favorite starters you like to watch? I like to watch Kershaw. Uh, that's the Dodgers are always you know on West Coast is on late. Um, Giants, you know, I did watch a lot of the Giants too. Obviously with Brandon being there, but some of their horses from back in the day are kind of retired. Um, actually fully retired at this point. Um, other guys that I like, I like to keep up with, you know, friends, JV, uh, Scherzer. Um, always going to watch, always going to watch Max go because you just know he's going to bring it. Um, and, you know, good stories to root for, like, you know, Corbin, I, you know, he's had some magnificent success. And, and same with, Wheeler after facing some adversity and I don't know I was front and center too for for Lester and um, Arietta unfortunately on the wrong wrong end of that duo mm-hmm. for for a few years um, so I'll always turn I'll always turn those two guys on or or at least or at least uh, stick it out. It's always interesting, Gordon, to watch and find out what great pitchers watch, who they watch, and who they – because you know what they all do? They all steal from each other. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he's supposedly such a student of the game, and, and talking to him is apparently – he can just take it to such a, a ridiculously high level about all the different things that he focuses on. You can understand why watching what DeGrom is doing right now would be appealing to him, right? I mean mm-hmm. – uh, it, it's it's appealing to us, and we don't know one-third, one-fifth, one-tenth of, of the amount that Garrett Cole knows. So I'm sure yeah. that uh, that's a fascinating guy for him to watch. Yeah, especially now in the same city. So mm-hmm. it's, it even piques his curiosity even more. I'm sure it does. Uh, let's see. I'll try this. Is this Sade in in Long Island? Yeah. I, I, good evening, uh, Larry. Good evening, Gordon. Hey, hey what's hey, happening? Thank you for taking my call. Uh, first time, long time uh, listener on the on, on the podcast. Um, with regarding the Jets, I'm a big Jets fan. Mm-hmm. And regarding the Jets, I thought the Jets got a decent haul for uh, for uh, Sam. And I mean, listen, this is the NFL, man. It's, it for me, it, it stands for not for long. If you don't produce, you're not gonna you're not gonna be around. You know what I mean? Yep. And I, I feel I feel that. You know, it's time for the Jets to move on because, listen, if you remember, Sanchez is going to be going to be noted, remembered as the butt fumble, and and Sam is going to be remembered as as the, the ghost guy. So and and mm. from the time from the time I, I feel Sam started saying he saw he saw a ghost against that Patriots team, I said, you know what, this guy this guy is not going to be long in the NFL. I mean, nice kid. I never threw anybody under the bus, but. I, I think that it's time for the Jets to, um, you know, select a, a, another quarterback. Really. Uh, well, they agreed with you. <laughs> thanks Good for news. the call. Yeah. yeah, they agreed with you, and, and that's part of the reason why he's moving on. And I'll say this. I hope he has a, 
it, it won't be easy. It won't be hard for him rather to have a better career than he had here. But I really hope he does get better, Gordon. I really hope he takes this opportunity in a new place and has some success. Yeah, I mean, he seems like a really good dude, uh, and and it's true. He he had more than enough opportunities. It seemed like fingers got pointed at him, even from the coach. Yeah. More than enough times that I think it would have been understandable if he had returned fire. He never mm-hmm. did. All the people that have had dealings with him here say what a what a stand-up guy he is. So I, I would like to see him have success. I just don't think that if you were the Jets in the position that they were in, that you could bet on it, that right. you could count on it. So I, I think that this was the only way to go. Speaking of Sam Darnold, Dan Graziano was on DCR this morning. You know DCR from 5 to 8 here on 98.7 ESPN. Heard of it. And, and, <laughs> and they, were, they asked him, how much did Deshaun Watson's off-the-field allegations impact the Panthers' interest in Sam Darnold? Here's what Dan Graziano had to say. Given what the Watson trade would be, I don't think that the Darnold trade eliminates Carolina from it if and when he becomes available. But the problem is so much uncertainty around that situation right now in terms of how it's going to play out with the legal end, what the league will do in terms of potential discipline slash suspension. If you're Carolina, you can't wait around because you don't know how long you're going to have to wait. And you also don't know if in the end, after that wait, you're even going to be able to get him. This is Gordon. This situation continues to get worse and worse oh for God. us for um, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. Watson. Yep. You've got more people coming out now. Mm-hmm. On the one side of it, uh, it's all been civil, from what I understand. It hasn't been criminal yet. It's all well, been civil. Yeah. But having said that, Gordon, it's still the un- the number of accusations that have come out, and now uh, endorsements are starting to be put on hold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you still and and, and Here's the scary thing for me if I'm Watson. The NFL has been very quiet. And and Houston has been very quiet. And so, you know, what happens now, you just you just don't know. And of course, we're waiting to see what's going on. We're waiting to, to come to some solution here. But Gordon, it just gets worse and worse for Watson. Yeah, it's very hard to imagine a scenario where he comes out of this clean. Yeah. I, I, it's very hard to see. Now we'll, we'll wait and see, but right, I, I don't want to. I can't, can't know, imagine. It, it seems impossible. The the number of accusers, the consistency in their stories. Even if he comes out with the same amount of people, that doesn't negate all the other people. I mean, I don't even know what the count is up to. Was it twenty people? Twenty two, at last I think it's it's twenty two. And, and the first question I think anybody has to ask is is why was he getting all these massages? Yeah. That very question. odd. It's very odd, and uh, you know, it, it's, I, it's crazy. But I tell you, he might end up not. He said he didn't want to play for Houston anymore. He might very well end up in that situation because yeah. how could you? You can't play, Gordon. I don't know how you could play him this season. I, I don't think. That I, I don't see how you could put him on the field this season. I, I, I really would be don't. Very surprised if his season does not begin with a suspension someplace. It's Where, got you to. Know, like if he's on Houston, if he's on some other team. I just can I cannot envision a scenario where he's able his legal team is able to clear up all of the issues that are facing him. Yeah, and 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 I don't see him playing for another team because if you're another team, why you don't right. know what this situation is going to be. You you can't roll the dice like that. You no, just can't. not right now. You have to wait until it's resolved, and yeah. then even then, I think that I, I think that we'll be having this conversation about where he's going again next year. 
Yeah, exactly. But I think exactly. that if I had to put money on anything right now, I would say there's a very good chance that he's not playing at all between a suspension and not wanting to play for Houston. No team's trading for him. No, you can't. You absolutely there, there's can't. nobody left, right? No, that's right. Well, maybe Denver, but that yeah. but but you're not going to take that chance. All right, my friend, be good on the radio tomorrow. Larry, we'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, we'll see you tomorrow night following Rangers Hockey. That wraps up this edition of ESPN New York Tonight. We thank you for joining us. Jake the Snake, Brian Munguia, great job as always, my friends. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN.